Welcome to Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibová, that love coach who helps corporate women who have been pushed down and back due to traumatic relationship or childhood trauma in their past, which has caused them to see themselves not in a bright light that makes them people please and not show up the way they know they are capable of showing up. My mission is to help women who are on the path to heal from their past wounds, move through their limiting beliefs and internal blocks so they can guide other women through online coaching, which is that deep down what they are feeling they really want to do instead of sitting in their corporate job. Each week I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, and purpose. No more hiding, no more waiting. The time to take care of yourself, to uplevel your life is now. Hello, hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Abundant Podcast with today's beautiful guest, Angela Prophet. I can promise you this is going to be a really abundant show because right before I started the recording, I just had to compliment her on her mindset about money, about profitability, and how she really created the life, not working really hard and hustling herself to that, but really creating systems and processes that allow her to work less yet profitable. Angela, I'm so excited that I, you know, like, I'm like, let's hit the record button. This is so valuable. This is so good. I love this so much. Thank you for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to chat with you all today. And, you know, I love because you shared with me just a little bit before, um, you know, where is your second home? So (laughs) the beach, (laughs) Uh, I'm the beach girl. Really? Like right now, when you look outside the window where I am today, it's snowing, it's muddy. My mom couldn't open the door to her car because it was frozen. She couldn't like get it. So we had to wait for it to tie. I was like, yeah, this is a reason why I don't live here anymore. So it's all good. But if you're open to play a little bit, Angela, I would love to take you to Cabo just for a moment, just for a moment before we start recording, like not recording, we're recording, but before we really dive deep into our profitable and mindset conversation. So if you're totally into it, I would love to invite you to gently close your eyes. And as you are tuning into your body in this present moment, you're realizing that there is nowhere else to be nowhere else to go, nothing else to do. And as you're tuning in, I would love for you to visualize that you're laying on a beautiful white cabana on the beach, listening to the waves coming in and out and in and out. And as they're coming in and out, you're looking around yourself And you think to yourself, life is good. I'm so thankful for all that I've created, all the lives that I've impacted. And as you're lying there, there's a waiter, very, very, very young girl. She looks like in her teens. She comes to you. She brings your favorite drink. She smiles at you. And she said, you look so calm and so confident at the same time. 
Who are you? What is the one thing that you want this young, beautiful girl to know? Not what you do, but who you really are. <laughs> who am I? I am a, I'm a leader. I'm a woman that I would want another young woman to know that you want to make sure that you find your purpose and your passion. And so if working on a beach, serving drinks is your passion and you love doing that, then do it every day. But really, I would say try new things and try different things. And, you know, if we're talking 18, 19, 20 year old young woman, I would say go shadow and go intern with a lot of different people, a lot of different women. Soak up any information that you can soak up because most importantly, when you shadow those women and you learn what they're doing, you don't have to recreate the will because the right women will help you to follow your passion, to be who you are, to find your purpose. And you have to find your purpose with yourself no man or no other partner is going to make you complete. You've got to know who you are and what makes you happy alone and make sure that you are comfortable in your own skin before you start to add other people into your love circle, into your life. You have to love yourself first. And the way that you do that is you love what you're doing. You're passionate about what you're doing. So that's what I would tell her. Oh my goodness. I'm asking her one thing. <laughs> I love it so much because you know, Angela, when I look at you, I can see that you're embodying, you're embodying your passion, you're living it and you're living your purpose. And I wonder, did you have in your life when you were younger, someone who inspired you to be who you are today, somebody who you wanted to model, or is it something that you learned later, like, oh, I wish I would have someone. So let me be the one that I needed on my journey. As I was really paving my journey as an entrepreneur, there, there's not like one person, right? So I will say when I went to college, I only knew one way of life. And that was to go to college, get a degree and marry a man and have a white picket fence and two dogs and have two kids or three kids, you know, because that's the way I grew up. Mm -hmm. And I started to see a whole different way of life once I really started to venture out and take risk. And I, I really didn't think about it. I just jumped and I just did it. But along the way, I will say that when I first started out in entrepreneurship, I joined an organization called SCORE, which was free at the time. And I got a mentor. He was 83 years old and he owned a bunch of nursing homes. And I'm like, what is this old man going to teach me about how to run a wedding and event business? But I, I was so young, I didn't get it. And I didn't understand that it doesn't matter what industry you're in. Every business owner and entrepreneur, we have the same challenges. We all have the same challenges. And so things that I started to think back on my college years, because y'all, I hated school. I hated class. Any type of internship or externship or practicum or whatever you want to call it, that I could go and get hours towards graduating, I did it. And so I did a lot of internships, which taught me what I didn't want to do when I got out of college. And so one of the most valuable things, I started out in nursing and then I pivoted over to 
I wanted to do therapy. I thought I wanted to work in mental health. I really just loved people. I wanted to help people. I get my energy and my passion and I get up every day excited because I know I'm going to help someone else just by having the positive attitude. And so, you know, it all starts back to my parents teaching me, you know, my mom's always like, God will forgive you for anything. She's a very faithful mom and, you know, prayers work in, in our family and you just, you stay positive and you be nice to everybody because you never know who you're talking to. Everyone is a person. You be kind no matter what. And my father who you know, worked for the same company for 30 plus years, was not an entrepreneur and had that older generation mentality of you work for the same company and you build, you build, 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 climb the ladder. I didn't know that you could actually have your own thing, but he was a hard worker. And he taught me that you go for whatever you want, you, but you're kind and you're nice and you can be aggressive and you can be kind and you can communicate. So it really started with the foundation of my parents making sure that I had, a, a, again, a really good foundation of just how to treat people and how to communicate. And then as I got older and I worked in mental health, that foundation came in so handy for me because a lot of my patients were so sick and I took it personal as if I can't help these people. These people are suicidal. I'm never going to make a difference in their life, but I was there for a different purpose. They were making a difference in my life so that I could take that foundation because I, I, I lasted for about 10 years in mental health, wow. but I had a lot of different positions in helping people. And I moved around a lot. And the reason I think is because I stayed within the same organization, but I was, I was searching for more. Like I, I knew that there was something else. I just couldn't put my finger on it. And I did start to, to really climb that ladder. But on the side, my little side hustle for a good 10 years, my family had a venue for 35 years, a, a wedding venue. And when my parents, who were very involved in the Catholic diocese, their friends started to get married. They're, they're actually their kids, the friends, kids started to get married. So then I started to do something more. And that's when I really found my passion. But I grew up around that. I, I really didn't know. But the reason I bring all this up is because you really can look back at like your childhood and how you were raised and who you look up to. But it all comes back to like my parents, my first mentor. And then every single year I get a new mentor. And those are the, the people that I look up to because they, they want me to succeed. They want to help me. And if you surround yourself with the right people, like those are the people that I look up to that have helped pave the path and the journey of being an entrepreneur that have helped me to get to where I am today. Mm, I love it. So we will be diving into that, like how to be really creating a profitable path in your life for like with ease, like really embracing that. So you mentioned people, would it be one of the foundational keys? Who are you surrounded by? Absolutely. So we have a four P system. And the first P is it's all about the people and there's different ways to work with people, right? So internally you've got your team or your interns or people that you are grooming, but you have to have a process to make sure that you're training those people. So the way that we make sure that we're working not only with the right people internally, but the right clients and saying yes to the right people, we use a psychology methodology. And there's a lot of different ones out there. There's Myers-Briggs, there's Strength Finders, there's Enneagram. We use True Colors. 
I'm a certified facilitator with them and have been since 2013. And so there's four different personalities. And so understanding first how people perceive you, and then you will know how you need to customize the message the way the team member or the client needs to hear it. And so I really see things through the True Colors lens There's gold, which is very type A, very accountable. So internally, this is my right hand. She deals with all the communication in the company. She loves doing to-do lists, but I know she needs a deadline and she needs a little bit of structure, which I'm the complete opposite, but I know what she needs to be successful. So I'm going to go in with the mind frame of trying to make sure that I provide structure and deadline and clarify and give her really good direction so she can be successful for the company. From a client angle, this is the type of client that comes in with like a notebook and a gazillion pictures and they've color coded everything and they know exactly what they want, which is great, but sometimes expectation is a little bit challenging. And then you've got blues, which blues are very um, sensitive and they wear their heart on their sleeve. And so having a little bit more of sensitivity and feelings, and these are the ones they love the hugs and um, they love the smiley faces and the exclamation points, you know, in the email. So they are driven by their emotion. And so internally for blues, this is your customer service. If we have an event on the weekend, I put my blues with my VIPs and my clients to make sure that they are taking care of the client. And then externally for clients, these are the people they can't make a decision to save their life. (laughs) They need you as an expert to guide them on how to make those decisions. Then you have greens. Greens are very, they're the complete opposite of blue. They don't do the emotional shit. (laughs) They make all their decisions by just looking at the analytics and the research and the data. And that's how they make decisions. So the emotion is out of it. I just need to tell them the facts and how much is it going to cost and why their favorite word is why. So internally our green team, they're the ones run, they're split testing images for ads on Facebook and Instagram. They're looking at the data, they're building data dashboards. They spend our marketing dollars in house based on data and what's actually going to work. Not what, not what I think. So it, put you in your place real fast. (laughs) So you've got to trust the process. And if you hire the right people to do that, then you're able to do that. And then from a client perspective, these are the people, again, if you say that your meeting is going to be an hour, it usually 50 minutes is enough. You just need to present the data, present the cost. They don't need all the fluff. And then last but not least, you have oranges. I'm very orange. And so oranges, we are the risk takers. We are the trendsetters. We are the people that will fall down and fail fast and get back up and learn from it and keep going. We're the life of the party. We don't like to do the same thing every single day. We need variety. And so internally for us that you, I, don't, I don't have many other high oranges because it can be very distracting. I don't need anybody else with a bunch of big picture ideas that is getting us off track and unfocused. And so externally, most of our clients are orange. You are going to attract the client that you are because you get along. But in a company, and, and they really need us most because we have all four colors to make sure we don't have any blind spots. But in a company, what happens is a lot of 
people, most, most entrepreneurs are orange and green and you have all four colors, but you typically have a bright and a pale instead of a strength and a weakness. That's what true colors call. So we like to make it fun. And so with oranges, we really need all four colors, but what a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners do, we hire people we like. We don't hire what we need. And what we need is people around us that are not like us because that's what's going to make our company go. And so having the foundation of people internally and externally drives your business forward and upward. So just make sure that you keep that in mind that it's not about hiring your friends or your family or the people like you. You want to be pushed. You need to be pushed as an entrepreneur and you need to be questioned. Mm -hmm. And so bringing different people's brains to the table is really, really important. Thank you for the reminder. And I love, love, love this information and explanation. And I'm like, I am definitely not green because analytics, they like just tire me. That's what I delegate. Me too. I'm like, don't show me the numbers when my business coach tells me like spreadsheet this and this and this. And I'm like, just shoot me first. Okay. So I can do some, yep. <laughs> do some but I'm like, I don't want to do that. And I don't feel like I'm a gold and I did the test. So now that you gave me this information, I will go back and look at it. But I would say that I am probably mostly blue and a little bit of the orange, you know, because I'm like, I get inspired idea and I go for it. You know, I get inspired idea and even like, oh, let's host the event for hundred people. And we have three months to put it all together. I was like, oh, we can figure it out. So I just go for the things, you know, when I get inspired, but then, um, I really feel that there is a lot of the blue in me, you know, but I wouldn't say I'm driven by the emotion. I am a hugger. I'm a lover. I want a woman to feel nurtured. And like you said, you attract who you are. So I'm like, yeah, blue. <laughs> and I yeah. learned in my business to hire people to do things that I don't want to be doing that I'm not excelling in. So I hired COO who is an amazing in long-term planning and, and, you know, like dealing with my team, talking with my team, uh, scheduling the team meetings because I'm like, yeah, I'll send them voice message. It's cool. Right. And then people who are analytical because I'm like, I'm not going to do that. So I love that hire the people who have the gifts that you don't, that you don't. I love that. So that is the first P, the, the people. What is second? So second for us is processes. And when I say process, there's a few things that I mean. Number one is paperless. You want to make sure that everything, all your internal documents and your external documents are backed up in the cloud. And again, I learned that at a very young age, being in healthcare, I implemented EMR, which is electronic medical records for a, a large hospital system. And I saw at a very young age, how powerful it was going to be that you could push a button and your prescription was going to be sent through this thing called the cloud that you didn't have to use a paper script anymore. And so when I started my business, we were, and, and this was very early on, we were using Google Drive and Dropbox. And again, this is way before, I mean, Dropbox was in beta, but I was, was using that. And 
a few things happened to me. And at the time I'm like, my life is over. Like, this is the worst thing. But my computer crashed a week before college graduation. I lost everything. So I had to recreate all my patient notes for six months in order to graduate. A week later, my car was broken into. I didn't care about my purse. I didn't care about anything. All I cared about was my monogrammed paper planner that I wrote everything down in. I mean, I'm, I was, I'm so OCD and uh, a little ADHD when it comes to that stuff because I need to see it. I need to mark it off to feel like I like did something. And so all these things happened to me like right in a row. And I became a tech geek, a big tech geek. And this is right around when Apple really started to boom. And so I learned about the cloud. I learned how to have a digital calendar. I learned how to put my documents in Dropbox, but it's not just about that. It's about setting up a process to make sure that internally you have everything organized. So when you think of a filing cabinet, you know, back in the old days, when you open it, typically you put a manila folder and you would put everything in alphabetical order, Either by your patient last name. That's how we did it internally for charts, paper charts and back in the day. Or you would put it by the client's first name or the company name or an event date. So you have to come up with that internally before you start to bring people on because it's our process. This is how we name documents. This is how you find documents. I like to set everything up on, on my, my desktop. It's just easier to see. But then when I go to my phone and I pull, pull it up all, all on my phone, it's all in order and it's all in date or by client last name. Everything is in order. So we have a, a folder for every single client or every single event. And then we took it a step further. And, and I had a coach that taught me this, a mentor. He's like, why are you not sharing that stuff with your client? Like just share the folder with your client. And then that will reduce a lot of your emails because I'm sure a lot of your emails every day, people are asking for what was that quote? How much was that? Where are you with the timeline? Where are you with the project? And I'm like, okay, we're going to try this. So we tracked it for an entire year and we were able to decrease our emails about 300 a day just by sharing a Google Drive folder and a Dropbox folder. And it takes us about five minutes to, I call it potty train your brain just to make it fun because everybody can relate to potty training. I mean, if you have kids, you have pets. Um, and so it takes us about five minutes to show our clients and we put shortcuts in, on the calendar or the phone. It's like everything that we're doing real time is all in Google Drive in your folder. And at all of your quotes, we simply drop them into Dropbox. We don't edit through Dropbox. I had a really bad experience and lost some stuff before. And so we edit in through Google Drive and Dropbox. Now there's other things like Microsoft Teams, Word, we're all Apple fiends. It's, it's actually a prerequisite to work with us. You got to have all uh, Apple products. And that goes back to having a process and making sure that internally as a team, you're all on the same page. Because if you're not speaking the same language internally, it's going to be really difficult when you start to bring clients into that. So making sure that you have processes is the second P. Wow. Love it. And I'm like taking notes here. I think it's so important. And, you know, like when I started, you know, my coaching business years ago, 
it was like one by one by one, you know, client, create an email, doing this, doing this. And then I learned how to do onboarding process. Then I created the folders for my clients. So they have everything accessible to them at any time. I love Dropbox. My fiance, he's a Google Drive person. I'm a Dropbox and I'm not going to convert. He's not going to convert. So we have it divided at home, but the processes are so important. And you know, like when you're creating it, it can be a little bit overwhelming. Like, what am I doing? But once you have it done and said, your life becomes so much easier. And again, it saves you so much time and so my so much work. So if we have the two P's, now we are leaning into third P. What do we have there? That's all about productivity and how you can be the most productive you can be. And what that really comes down to is what softwares and what automation tools are you going to choose to use in your business? This was so valuable. And I feel like it's just like really just scratching the surface with everything you're creating. So I will definitely be supporting you and following you to see what more you are doing and creating. Thank you for today. I appreciate you. 